Hello, and welcome to Brain to Board. About 11 weeks ago, I decided to start designing a board game. About 10 weeks ago, I decided to start this podcast to document the thinking behind the game itself and the process of actually getting it out into the world. Oh no, I've skipped a couple of weeks of uploads, and now the number of weeks in the introduction sentence is different from the episode number? This is a disaster. Anyway, in the past three weeks, I have made some small progress in the game. I finally have enough new stuff to justify another episode, so here we go. Today's episode is mostly about finding a theme for the game. Alright, so before we get into the theme stuff, I want to give you a quick overview of the playtesting I've done and what my plans are for the upcoming weeks. I did some playtesting with friends and family, as I've already done, and that kept going well, you know, it's uh, it's easier now with the new playtest deck. Uh, and I also did some playtests with people who are basically strangers. Um, I have one friend, uh, Adam, who I went over to his school and hung out with some of his friends who I didn't know and we played my game and everyone had a lot of fun with it which was really nice to see. There are a few rules that got broken uh, during the game. The game still works when you break rules which is something that's kind of nice about it um, as long as it's not like an egregious like intentional breach or anything. If somebody just like makes a small mistake it usually still works just fine as long as there's someone who knows what they're doing and can like identify whether or not the mistake is going to ruin the game. Uh, that's me in this case and I feel like people are going to um, make fewer mistakes when they first start once I have better card designs because the current ones still have the same misprints that um, I, I mentioned in other earlier episodes. Additionally, just having people pay more attention to the game will help fix that, although I realize that's something that you can't necessarily expect in a game, so you should probably try to design around it, which I'm going to do, and make it as obvious as possible what people should be doing at any time. Basically, you know, you always have like one person or two people who don't really pay attention during the rules explanation, which is weird. Like, it's like you wouldn't really assume that you know everything in a game that somebody is literally telling you they've made up. But uh, it seems to happen anyway sometimes. So uh, in any case, it's just hard to get people's attention sometimes when you're explaining a game. But once people got into it, they were having fun and, you know, sort of figured out the rules as it went along. It is a little bit frustrating to sometimes play the game, though, and have somebody like, you know, several rounds in ask a question about something that we've been doing the entire time it's, it's sort of like the game doesn't really work if you don't know how to do that like have you, have you just not done that this entire game um it's a little weird but hopefully having everything printed out very clearly on the cards which the next version will have will help to fix that so the reason i've been thinking a lot more about the theme recently is that i finally started working with a graphic designer she's a friend of mine and i've uh worked with her in the past and yeah, I'm overall I know it's going to be really great whatever we end up with, but I've sort of been going back and forth on the theme, uh, which is I can do that because she's my friend and she said, yeah, you'd go for it. Like, I don't need super specific instructions right away. And I know you can't always do that when you're working with a graphic designer, but, you know, that's the nice thing about being friends with one. So I've been going back and forth. You know, the original idea for the theme that I, I think I've already told you about was sort of just a general politics thing. Um, it makes a lot of sense for the type of game. It's a social deduction game where you end up voting on something. So, you know, it makes sense that you're trying to read, like, what what your uh, political opponents are thinking or whatever or figure out who's actually on your side and who's just, like, lying to you to make you work with them, that sort of thing. And I think it makes sense with the politics theme. But that theme doesn't really lend itself to art on the cards that well. The original idea was to kind of have, like, political symbols on the cards, but keep it abstract because I don't want it to like bleed into any kind of like social commentary or anything because I'm just not prepared to do that with this game uh, and I don't think 
people would want to play it as much because then sometimes you'd be forced to like argue for stuff that you don't want to. In any case, that just didn't seem like it would go over well. So I wanted it to be abstract, but the thing is most political symbols have like really specific meanings. So I can't use them and it's hard to make things that look like them because everything that's a political symbol generally represents something and it's like if you want to make something look like something it has to represent something similar. It's basically just hard to make like abstract political-ish symbols uh, because they don't like they have to inherently lack meaning which is the opposite of what political symbols are supposed to do. They're supposed to evoke some kind of feeling in you and make you immediately recognize what it stands for. Like one idea was I had I didn't really pursue this much was to take the idea of like in America the donkey and the elephant uh, right? Those are the things that I always forget, like the Democrat and Republican symbols, but something like that, right? Um, but basically just to kind of riff on that and have like random other animals. It's like, oh, yes, the deer and the the chihuahua. I, I don't know, but <laughs> make those like things on the cards. But then it's like the cards represent parties. And that that's a little weird because the, like the cards that are in question for that are supposed to be policies that you're voting on. You're trying to figure out which policy you want to vote on. So having those be directly connected to parties doesn't seem to make sense because it's like, wouldn't the politicians, you know, the people playing the game, be affiliated with those? So maybe you could use the symbols for the players, but then what are you going to do for the policies? So I still don't know. And that, that turned out to just be kind of a, like, a bit too difficult of a problem to solve. So I moved away from that idea for a while. And the next idea I had um, was something I had been considering. And one of the people in the group of strangers that I playtested with actually said he thought it would be a great idea for a theme. And so when he said that, I was like, yeah, I've actually thought of that before. So I really started more seriously considering it. And it, that is the idea of having the game be themed around the Roman Senate. So it's still about politics as opposed to this like ambiguous politics thing. It can give a very clear art direction. Like you can recognize kind of ancient Roman style. And it also sort of solves the problem of like policies because you can make policies more specifically about like ancient Roman stuff without alienating anyone because it's about stuff from thousands of years ago, right? It's like if one of the cards is about, I don't know, go going to war with the Carth Carthaginians. Is that, a, is that a thing? I should probably know this. Um, you know, if something's about going to war with Carthage or something, you want to know what that is. Uh, but no one's going to, like, really read too far into it, I don't think. I don't know. Maybe maybe you want to tread lightly there. Uh, could accidentally dredge up some old, like, ancient political rivalries. But I feel like no one would really be opposed to having slightly more specific policies that you vote on in this game. Because it's like, sure, you can get into the character of someone voting, yes, we should go to war, or no, we should have peace, or taxes, you know? If it's all in the context of ancient Rome, no one's really going to care. Another cool idea I had, um, as far as, like, the people everyone plays as, instead of just kind of having, like, um, general political parties or general affiliations, as I'm calling them, I was thinking I could add specific characters to this game. So, like, maybe the leader of, like, the sort of, you know, bad team, quote-unquote, they aren't really a bad team. It depends on your point of view. You know, obviously, if you're on the team, you don't think they're a bad team. Um, but basically, the leader of that team could be, like, Caesar or something, trying to gain enough political power and the rest of his team is the rest of the triumvirate uh, or something. Now, going into this uh, chain of thought, I have no idea if it makes any sense within the context of the game, right? Like, d did Caesar do this? No, as, I, as it turns out, I did some research. It doesn't really make that much sense because Caesar kind of like circumvented the entire political process in order to gain power. Like, he didn't he was never in the Senate, I don't think, or maybe if he was, he wasn't, that wasn't like his 
uh, vehicle to get power. He got power by circumventing it and, like, gaining a bunch of popularity and then just kind of declaring himself, you know, emperor or whatever. So I, if I did include specific characters, it's like, I don't know how to make that work, historically speaking. Uh, like, does it really make sense with the game? I don't know. But even if it doesn't make sense, it still might make the game better because you just having a character to identify as, it's like, even if it's not historically accurate, it could still be a lot of fun to be like, I'm Caesar, or, well, you probably wouldn't say that because you would want to be secret, and someone would be like, I think you're Caesar. Um, you know, that sort of thing. It's kind of, kind of reminds me of Secret Hitler. Um, not that I haven't actually played that game, though, so I wouldn't know. Uh, but yeah, overall, I feel like I couldn't really do that and feel that good about it, although I am going to talk to like a history professor who knows about Rome soon. Uh, and see if there's a, an angle there that makes any sense. And if it doesn't, I'm probably not going to use it because I would feel weird about including something that's just completely historically wrong in the game. Uh, and after considering all of this, I kind of went back to my original idea for politics a little bit, and I think that's kind of where I'm landing right now. That's right, surprise turnaround. I just made it seem like I was going all the way towards that Roman Senate theme, but now I'm back because I had a better idea for what I can put on the policy cards. So... You know, we're back in modern politics, but instead of focusing on like the political symbols themselves, focus on the like campaign ads and campaign signs that you see in everyone's lawn. If you're if you're not from the United States, I don't know if they have these things in other places, but here, whenever there's a campaign like a any kind of election coming up, people put these signs in their lawns just like everywhere declaring who they're going to vote for and stuff. And it'll be like and in California, we have the system where there are, you know, propositions which are. Uh, I don't know, I didn't listen in political science. Yes, I did. Um, something like people, you know, uh, if people enough people sign a petition, you can get something on the official ballot that everyone votes on, and those are the propositions, and there will be like, uh, everyone vote yes on proposition A, B, C. I'm making that up so that I don't accidentally say something real and say something I regret. And then, you, the, you know, people try to vote on them, and there, you'll always see signs that say vote yes on prop whatever or vote no on prop whatever. Um, so the idea I had was you have this game, you have these policy cards, um, and each one is a color, and at the end of the game you vote for a color. And the idea is that some people are trying to vote for the most popular option, some people are trying to get everyone to vote for not the most popular option. And I was thinking those cards could like basically be a little like sign that tells you to vote yes on color. So if it's the red card, it says vote yes on red. If it's a blue card, it says vote yes on blue. It doesn't really make sense to say vote no on something because it's like, what? Vote no on red? What am I supposed to vote for then? It doesn't make sense within the context of the game, I mean to say. But this is sort of the idea I had to give sort of a purpose to these color cards, these color policy cards, and have it so that you can talk about this abstract idea of like, yes, I'm voting red, and have it feel like it still makes sense in the game because you have all this stuff that's like propaganda telling you to vote for red. Like the only thing I can think of that this would be controversial about is like, I don't know, like the political parties do have colors that you associate with them and there's like communism and stuff. But I don't think anyone's going to really read that far into like saying something that says vote yes on blue. Yeah, especially when it's in the context of the game where you know that that is completely decided randomly. Overall, I think that that gives it a really nice direction for the game to go in. I can still have sort of the modern feel for the game that I was thinking of originally. I don't have to worry about weird historical discontinuities that don't make sense. And it gives it a nice defined art style. So like you can make those different, you know, sort of lawn sign style cards all look different. Because uh, you can have a lot of different styles for lawn signs. And there's plenty of 
resources out there to draw inspiration. And it, yeah, it really closely ties the theme and the mechanics so that it, everything's telling you vote yes on red. And then if you're the one who's supposed to listen to the things, you vote yes on red. It might be a little bit boring. I don't think it's that boring, though. I think it could be a lot of fun to make up like I'd imagine that if a group really got into the game, they would like make up what each policy represented for themselves so that they can define the game to be whatever they want it to be. Like if, maybe if one team is trying to like make the other team not vote for blue, they can be like, don't vote for blue. That's the one that you're going to have to pay so much taxes. Everyone hates taxes, right? You know, uh, that sort of thing. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm uh, putting too much faith in the people who play this game or my own ability to inspire them to do such things. But that's sort of the idea I've had going on. Anyway, thanks for listening. This has been my rant about theming games and the kind of winding path that my game has gone through to arrive at what I think is probably the final theme, although I'd love to hear your feedback if you have any other ideas, uh, keeping in mind everything I've sort of talked about here. Uh, Yeah, feedback would be welcome because this is a thing that I've been struggling with for a while. I'm pretty happy where I've ended up on it, but, you know, it could always be better. So thanks for listening. This has been Brain to Board. I release episodes every Friday, except when I don't. You can email me at braindeboard at gmail.com. The music in the podcast is by Technoax. Thank you for listening. Uh, and but bye. I forgot how to end these things. It's been too long. See you soon. Nope. I'm never going to see you probably in my life unless I know you in real life. Case, case, okay, bye. Welcome to Brain the Board. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat>